A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Okay, the word is out. Talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe know all there is to know from masterpieces to deep fried tacos. And if the movie sucks, you might hear them say, There's no telling where the guys will take you. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice, cause we're already. Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude. This is Real Spoilers, episode 646, F This Movie. <laughs> F9, the first movie made entirely, this is historic, uh, dedicated entirely to a function key on a computer. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so... There now, you go. I, I want to correct you just because I don't want the studio to come after us. I know they listen to each one of sure, our- Sure, they the, do. The studio, just you know, right. them. Uh, Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. All of Hollywood. Yes, we, we play a big part in the release of these pictures, but I, I digress. Um, it's called F9, The Fast Saga. Yeah, I don't get- Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Hollywood. <laughs> Hey, let's uh, go around the table and introduce ourselves. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Joe is out. But we uh, feature the return of Matt F. Bassler from, uh, remind me the name of your podcast? <laughs> uh, Matt F. Bassler's podcast. Ah, that doesn't sound right to me. Are you sure? Uh, well, <laughs> I'm <laughs> not sure much of anything anymore. <laughs> now man. he's uh, having an existential crisis. My, my brain is melted out of my head. <laughs> All right. Aren't you the guy from the quick out? Could be, could be. I, th- I think that's yeah. I got a, a quick trip podcast. <laughs> so people might remember you were on our what was the name of the movie? The, the Saw s- movie that wasn't a Saw movie. Spiral from the Book of Saw. Spiral. Mm-hmm, yeah. And so we did not ask you to do this, but you watched all the Saw movies before did, you came on. Yeah, and then this yeah. was not purposeful, but we had you on. It feels like it maybe <laughs> we had you on for. For this episode, mm-hmm, yeah. which is another, you know, major franchise, lots of films. Yeah, saga. You, did, did, I heard that's in the title. I don't mm. know if that's accurate or not. But um, <laughs> well, you saw the film, right? You can tell it's a saga. <laughs> yeah. Did um, did did you do the same? And uh, yeah. Why mm-hmm. and why? Um, I don't know. I I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. 
It seemed funny at the time. <laughs> How's the payoff working? Uh, the, uh this sucks. I <laughs> <laughs> So I I had less time right for for these. So Did was, you watch them on like one and a half times speed? No. Oh, I, I thought telling you Friday night would be fine. I no, it didn't <laughs> work out that way. That's not true, is it? I, yeah, no. I can't no. remember. It's all a blur. You've My been last like three days have been nothing but Fast and Furious <laughs> movies. I, I think I watched four in one day. Oh my god! I, I have watched eighteen movies for my two episodes of this podcast, <laughs> which is more than I've watched for six hundred and forty-six. Which is nothing compared to yeah. the future James Bond series. Yeah, we got to have him on for James Bond. I'm ready. Yeah, tell me Monday. I'll I'll be here. <laughs> yeah, we'll let you know on the Monday before we're, recording. So, were any of them good? Nah, no. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Uh, no, I is the because people you know people be like, well, the first is actually pretty good. And then it's like, oh, and they're fun. And uh, I don't know if maybe it's watching them in a condensed <laughs> way. I'll see on the way to watch them. But I <laughs> I don't think they're very good. I mean, the first one, right, is just Point Break. Right. Right. Remake, essentially. I, oh, oh, so I haven't seen it. I've, I only... Oh, you've never seen the first one? No, I started at oh. five. I've only seen the ones that okay. I've had to review. So I started at five. Is that five the, is the best one. Is, is it? Yeah. Wow, that's sad Universally... Pretty universally, you know, considered the best one. Also, the one that people are like, well, that's really when it really found its footing. Yeah. The the fifth in a series. Like, how often do you get to make make, make four substandard yeah. movies before you find these they're, they're like the journey yeah. of movies. Well, right. Like, because journey, if you go back and buy anything before like that first Steve Perry, what was it? Escape. Anything before that, you're just like, what is happening here? Well, do your plugs because we can get into the franchise a little bit to catch people up that may have not have had the pleasure of binging nine of these in a row. Okay, so shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us while you're there. Uh, be sure and subscribe. Oh, follow. It's follow now. Be sure and follow so you never miss an episode. You can also leave us a review. That's always helpful. And you can also join the League of Show Sharers at, uh, well, a couple places, but you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. Our group is called the League of Show Sharers, and people who were kind enough to share an episode this week, Chris Valls, Ralph Tribble, Tammy Sherman Powers, Julianne Jordan, Richard Lawson, Chris Williams, Heather Sachs, Travis Tewitt, Gabriel Lugo, Chris Magic Man, Lane Levanway, The Movie Journey Podcast, Geek to Me Radio, Invasion of the Remake, Linda Wright, Mike Mike and Oscar, Chris Wilson, In Session Film, Keith Noakes, Feelin' Film, Kathia Woods, Ronnie Castle, Matt Neglia, and Ryan Terry from the Forza Crowd Podcast. And finally, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Real spoilers, where for five bucks a month you get bonus content and you help us out and we like you more. So uh, anyway, there's all that. I think the biggest question I have about all the Fast and Furious movies is, can someone please explain to me why Vin Diesel is a movie star? I do not get the appeal in any way, shape, or form. So, uh, Courtney, my... Uh lover um <laughs> she was with says me. it on her business card yeah she was she was with me for the saw movies right so right i'll go on this journey with you and then i tell her hey they asked me to do the <laughs> fast furious you're on your own <laughs> she's like i think you're being bullied yeah yeah <laughs> and uh she'd walk by every once in a while and vin would be making his little faces yeah and she'd just be like oh what <laughs> Ugh. and i kind of agree 
I, yeah, I think it's something 20, I think 20 years ago, there was something in that time period to where Vin Diesel, you know, he was like, let's say 30 or 28 or something. And there was something appealing about him, the time and place, like everything, the stars aligned. And that was kind of the macho, tough guy, like car racer, muscly guy. Like for some reason yeah. that was it. But since then, our idea, like society's ideas, of course, have changed a lot since then on a lot of topics. But also I think like, the Hollywood hunks or whatever. Like, you know, he's not your typical looking movie star and I don't think he's the But he wasn't typical then either. I mean, back then you were he, you were getting a lot of more like you were seeing the trend away from I almost feel like he was a reaction to the reaction, right? Like you were seeing a trend away from the big tough guys like Sylvester Stallone and sure. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Steven Seagal yeah. and 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 you were and it was more the Brad Pitts and like Right, I think, but I think, I think it was, yeah, I guess I think it was a reaction to that, though, to where, like, he's not a pretty boy, like Brad Pitt, and he's not a Tom Cruise, so he's kind of atypical, but I think people embraced him because of that, like, tough guy, the street look, like, and I think that became appealing, but in 20 years, I think that what we've seen is that his acting ability and just his screen presence, like, it hasn't grown, it hasn't gotten any better, and so now you question this because you're like, okay, he had some look for the 2001 film and people embrace that. But now after we've seen, what, three triple X movies, I mean, I don't know if you've seen triple no, X No, I haven't movies. seen it. Well, I've, oh, I've seen a lot of triple <laughs> X movies, but none that he was in. Two, so, two yeah. with Vin. Well, oh, oh the, okay. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. He came back for the third. Okay. So he's been in two of those, two Riddick movies. Um did he tried to do something else that he the witch hunter. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He, he tried, tried to start. He tried to turn his D and D group and, into a movie, and none of his stuff has worked except for these ensemble movies. So he left after the first one and came back for the fourth, and the fourth is where things really kind of came. Oh, Kevin, gotta stop you right there. Oh, I'm sorry. He made an appearance He's at the end of three. I'm cameo sorry. Cameo in, in yeah. uh, Tokyo Drift. Yeah, so. yeah. Thank you. But three comes after six, buddy. <laughs> Did you know they're not <laughs> okay. chronological? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boom. Oh, they so, don't let you forget with Han you. going, I think I'll go to Tokyo, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but not yet. <laughs> so anyway, but I, you're you're right, though, Tom. I've I've never liked Vin Diesel. I mean, I'm not saying on a personal level. He seems like a nice guy, like, out, like you know, a somewhat nice guy. But as an actor and like a movie star, yeah. I've never gotten it. And I think, and I've said. He was great in Iron Giant. Yeah, right. And Groot, he's fine as Groot. <laughs> fine as Groot. But and, and again, seems like a nice guy when he does press for these things. It's not personal, but but um, when you see him in these movies, and I've said it in our last few reviews of these movies, he just he takes these way too seriously. Yeah. And he started off kind of being like an independent movie star, and he wanted to do real acting. And he was he he had a movie that was a selection at Sundance, and then Spielberg found him and put him in Saving Private Ryan, and like he's always had this trajectory where he would be like an actor actor yeah and then he got stuck in these action roles that of course have made him extremely wealthy but he tries to now since this is his vehicle of stardom he's trying to make these movies vehicle vehicle yeah well done he's trying to make these uh dramatic right and we see added in every film that goes forward there's more and more storyline and drama and this thing takes the cake i mean this is like a soap opera i mean it's always been a soap opera but yeah, but this with the flashbacks and the dramatic scenes, it's dear, like, ba- dear baby Jesus, I'm watching this movie and I'm like, oh Christ, are they setting up a prequel franchise? Is <gasps> that what we're going to be subjected yeah. to? I, it's like, it's like you made a 200 million dollar movie with a backdoor pilot. Are you kidding? The whole me? movie, which was like also a, one of the triple X movies, I saw right? backdoor yeah. pilot. Yeah, but yeah, I've I've already called it. I was talking about yesterday online, Fast and Furious Babies. Yeah, it's the only. <laughs> 
So mm. the next uh, step would be to put them all in baby form because they tried to do it in one of the scenes in this movie. Do you see how they like de-aged and got really young actors wearing the same clothes as they wore? You wouldn't know, Tom, in the first movie. Do you oh, see yes. little Jesse yes, yes, yes. and little Victor Vince, who, Vince and Mia as a little girl? I'm like, they did Fast and Furious babies. <laughs> yeah, I like, too, that the way to show that someone's younger is get a younger person with the exact same haircut. Yeah, an like outfit. You're, you're born with your haircut yeah, right. and keep it through your And they wear that life. outfit from the first yeah, movie. right. Which was like, I guess, 10 years later than when this flashback takes place. It's like, you guys just wear the same clothes. 10 years. Right. Same clothes. Well, I kind of well, That works for me. <laughs> I am curious, too. What happened to Dom's jawline <laughs> over the course of the uh, years? Well, that, it was when he started working out. He it was became doing, just a... He was doing jaw lifts. Because and... Vin's got a round-ass head. Yeah, I will say this. Uh, so they, the flashbacks of this movie... I mean, I know we're jumping to like the middle part when they do flashbacks, but in this movie, they do flashbacks to show you. It opens with a flashback. Right, right. Okay. It opens with like a cold open flashback, but throughout the movie, you actually get more in depth of like what happened to Vin as a child. The, the is... three layers of how his dad died. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh. yeah, right. They keep revealing it. And so in like John Cena's his brother, why have we never heard in a movie right. about family? Yeah, a movie that does nothing but talk about how important family is. Well, like he... they've never mentioned he has that they have a brother. So there was a falling out, and that's why we've never heard from him, apparently. So, but, but so, oh, so the reason they never talked about their family, which they always talk about how you need to talk about family is because they don't talk to their family. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That tracks. That tracks. So, so um, they do these super dramatic flashbacks. That and a lot of them. I mean, I, what, I, 25, 30% of this movie is flashbacks. That's what I'm saying. Like, and, 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 and really none of it works. Like, I didn't need it. I don't want it. It wasn't good. Um, but they decided, I, I'm, I cannot believe Vin Diesel let them have another actor play him as opposed to like him right. yeah. oh, like that him, been him and like good. the Steve I... Buscemi meme, you know, with the skateboard yeah. in the backwards. Like, I cannot believe Vin let someone else play him. But anyway, I guess he's trying to get that spinoff money. But they go to these flashbacks. Okay, the guy that plays Dom doesn't look like Vin Diesel. The John Cena kid pretty much looks like right. a young John Cena. That's yeah. good casting. I mean, I'm saying not saying the other guy was bad, but I'm like that turning into Vin Diesel doesn't. There's no. I, well, he is such a unique looking yeah. person. <laughs> What do you do? Right. I mean, got to de-age him. But anyway, so I I think the biggest problem with this movie, they give you some good stunts and action sequences, but it's so bogged down by this one third of it that is flashbacks and dramatic scenes. And the movie, the writing certainly, and I, even even by Fast and but, Furious but by, I know, and it's yeah. like, oh, it's you, don't, you don't go to these movies for the acting. Okay, but they show you an awful lot of it in these movies. Yeah. And so if they don't want us to judge it on their dramatic acting, you probably shouldn't put a third of it as being a touching dramatic story. It, it, theoretically. Right, right. So so if they had handled it better, fine, but it really brings the movie to a, a halt, and it's a, like a two-and-a-half-hour movie. So that portion of it did not work. I mean, it's cool Michael Rooker's in the Like, I didn't even know he was in the movie. Like, I yeah. like Rooker, but... I don't know that he knew he was in the movie. <laughs> Well, he did. So, he did the best acting in the movie. Yeah. I think. I mean, the kids were fine. It's just one didn't look like Vin Diesel. Yeah. But like, but I'm like, when I was watching Rooker, I'm like, oh, he's acting. Like that's <laughs> he's kind of in a real movie. See, see guys, this is what it looks like. Let yeah, me, I, let me show you. I still think if we'll either get a movie or we'll get a Fast and Furious like prequel series on <sighs> Peacock. I just I can't wait. Yeah, Th- that thing. T- I will say, like the first movie. Vin's, uh, Vin, it's so weird to, <laughs> your best friend, uh, 
but his character, like, I, I don't know. He he seems to know, he seems to get it, like, what he's supposed to be. And as the series goes on, I think he, like, I, I don't know. I don't want to, like, I don't know who to blame here. But he's <laughs> right. just like, I'm a leading man. I'm a hot hunk. Like, I think he's, like, almost, like, playing the wrong role yeah, when, now. when it's an ensemble, it was fine. Like, I really do think that, like, and of course, we lost Paul Walker. No one, I mean, that it the, it happened. It's terrible. But when it was an ensemble cast and each character was kind of equal weighting, even though uh, Paul or Brian and Adam were always the, like, you would call them the main yeah. characters. But still, the other characters had a lot more. And now... Vin Diesel it does most of the heavy lifting. I mean, he's yeah, I think fantastic. Paul Walker gave it a balance, and because yeah. he was there from the beginning, like I think Vin Diesel would allow him to to have an impact on the storyline in a yeah. way that he won't allow other people, which is right. why The Rock is gone. Right? Yeah, and well, and that's so when the, that that whole flashback, the guy with the beat and the guy with the wrench, that's a little story that Dom tells Brian yeah. in the first movie. It oh, is, okay. So they've read like, not retcon, but they're explaining tiny throwaway lines of why Vin Diesel did time as a kid and all that. I, I hit someone with a wrench and I just couldn't stop myself. I kept going. Well, we see that in this movie. Oh, okay. But it's like Fast and the Furious. Okay, when the Godfather Part Two gives me a flashback, I'm like, damn, Vito Corleone, this is interesting. Right. I'm like, they also cast one of the best actors in the history of, of well, acting. Well, that's of course. There, there, you. I mean, I guess you learn he has a brother, but like. We know, we know your dad got killed and you were mad about it and you beat him up. You told us, you already told all of the information in the flashback other than the crammed in like brother stuff. We already know. And the character stuff is the only like really interesting part of it. Right? Like, it's it's what a waste. Of it just time. doesn't belong in this movie. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like Vin Diesel wants. I mean, okay, and I'm of two minds here. It's hard because, like, okay, so this movie is called F9: The Fast Saga. This movie was supposed to come out a year ago. Whenever a couple years ago the title dropped of it was right around the time that Disney was doing all their marketing for Star Wars. So the rise of Skywalker, the end of the Skywalker saga. So we were hearing this, you know, storied franchise, 1977 forward, the end of this Skywalker saga. And they kept saying it everywhere. And then Fast and Furious comes out and it's like, oh, well, this is the F9, the Fast Saga. Oh, we got and a saga. We got a saga it sounds so pretentious. He's trying to put his franchise. But now these movies make a billion dollars. So that's why I'm of two minds. Cause I'm like, it is a big money making. I mean, there are franchise. people that love this, these movies and no, no problem. Nothing against them. But my point is like, they're, they're trying to sell this franchise. I think as something that it is not that's, or inherently I, is. Not. I feel like they don't get it yeah. because people do like it. I, I feel like in a sense in like, in spite of itself, yeah. right? Cause they're trying to do this. Like, Oh, what if you, I don't really need to know why he has a brother. Right. And, they're only Just doing do these flashbacks to like yeah, here's something, cram it in. Here's something like because when I was growing up, because I'm older than you guys, there were lots of car movies, right? Yeah. That was a that was a genre of film, sure. right? And I never at any point was like, you know, I wonder what the Smokey was like as a child. <laughs> but you, you know, know today I mean? you'd get it. Yeah, you'd totally. totally. Get a like, smoky I wonder what early years. I wonder what Bandit did in yeah. high school. Like yeah. I, you know, like that. That's never occurred to me. I mean. If you have some great idea and it's handled masterfully, then we can look at it and go, oh, okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. But 
you don't really need it. And the problem is these movies, they're fun for the reason that they're ridiculous and they're super heroes and everything. But that, that um, action, that type of movie doesn't fit with the soap opera-esque, like dramatic acting they're trying to do for these flashback scenes. And the John Cena and Vin Diesel going at it like they're in some Shakespeare play. Yeah. Like it's, it, it well, doesn't... And you contrast that with Han, yeah, who died uh, maybe a couple times. <laughs> and he he comes back and they're like, "Well, how are you alive?" And he's like, "Uh, that guy, he tricked. <laughs> it was fake." I yeah. mean, you know, there's pretty right. much nothing for that, yeah. and that's fine. That's great. Yeah. yeah, they don't even attempt to explain how that. They're just like, "Yeah, trickery." I thought oh. you blew up in that car. I didn't. Yeah. So, okay. So good did, enough. Did you know that Fast and Furious three, four, five, and six are actually a spinoff of another film? It's not in the Fast and Furious series. Ooh, I did. Tell me more. Okay. So Justin Lin, the director of three, four, five, and six, and nine, he came back for this one. So he's the one that's directed more Fast and Furious movies than anything. And this is a good-looking movie. Like, I think I would leave that off my LinkedIn. Yeah. But is a, as a director, I mean, this movie competent, like technically mm-hmm. made. I mean, mm-hmm. camera yeah. angles, everything. Like, it's a good-looking movie. But anyway, so he had a film, I think it was from 2002, called Better Luck Tomorrow. And it was a high school, a movie about high school kids. Um, and uh, it just, it's a its a great film, by the way. And there's a YouTube video uh, when uh, Roger Ebert was at, I think it was Sundance, and the movie premiered. Some dude, some, you know, white dude stood up and was like, oh, and it, it's an Asian cast. And okay. It's Better Luck Tomorrow. And, uh, you know, some white dude stood up and said these things that now would be extremely offensive. But, you know, back then was just doing the usual like oh but something something but asian people blah blah blah. and roger ebert stood up in the crowd because he was at that same screening and was like telling this guy off and he helped it get uh distribution after sundance and all this stuff like he was a big proponent of it yeah great video but anyway the the point is han i mean he's in that movie the character han so it's just like justin lynn when he did tokyo drift brought in his character from better luck tomorrow oh wow and han's the best han's awesome han's my yeah maybe the only thing i like <laughs> from the eyes oh, i snacking yeah. love it you need to watch better luck tomorrow though, yeah i guess seriously i mean it is an excellent movie it's, i mean it, it makes sense that he would come from outside yeah he's yeah. not you're right he's not from the fast like it was before it predates uh, yeah 2002 and well okay fast and furious was 2001 so let's say they were made around right. the same time but different directors and writers on those two projects yeah so he brings him in and i mean yeah he is fantastic so um uh let me just double check here real quick Han Lu, I think his name is Han Lu in the so Sung Kang sure. is the is the actor, but I know um, there's a scene. Is there a scene in the movie one where he's driving a cab? He's a cab driver mm, or something, and you can see his driver's license. Oh, okay. and his last name is they. The last name on the driver's license is Solo. Oh, <laughs> For real. I'm not. I'm not joking. Seriously, like, That's seriously, where I saw, he got the name. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, I I didn't think of it till now as far as the last name thing. I'll look it up here as I we're talking. Know. But so yeah, two. 2000- well, but even if it's not the same character, it's like the right. Same, but yeah, it is the. But Justin Lin brought it in. The right. name is Han, same actor. Like so, that's where he comes from. Is this great film, which is just this teenage. I don't want to spoil what it's about, but it's about these teenagers that get into a tricky situation, have to deal with it. It's a very very good movie. A lot of actors you know now that have done other things. But um, anyway, so but that being said, like. This franchise, it, it had a really weird trajectory. So, like, Matt, you're going to have to help me fill in the blanks. Sure. But real quick, just, like, to go through them, Fast and Furious, The Fast and the Furious, number one, 
Point Break uh, spiritual remake. It's about stealing DVD players and TVs off a truck. Undercover agent Brian goes to, you know, to infiltrate them and he becomes friends with Dom. And the second one, it's Brian in Miami doing street racing uh, with Tyrese. So that's where we get that character. And uh, Ludacris is in the second too, right? He's he's like a... Uh, he's a mechanic slash street racing enthusiast. So we're introduced to these slash, characters. We don't know it yet. Right. Well, Computer genius. Right, exactly. So that's the interesting thing this movie series does. But to their credit, like I was saying, if we're just doing crazy stunts and whatever, who cares? We're right. not worried about oh, it. Oh, I'm all. Yeah. But but when you go from a guy in the second one who's just a, a mechanic in a garage to a cyber security expert but then you also give us flashbacks that are dramatic about Dom's past. It's like those two pasts don't. Right. We're doing can't something have, real here. Right. You can't do both. Crazy here. Right. And that's where they don't mess. Now, which movie do they get their superpowers in? Right. So five technically is where. So that's where things change. So real quick. So three is takes place chronologically Drift, after six. Yeah. But Tokyo Drift with, again, a different cast. No, nobody except for a Vin cameo at the end right is a through line so this kid is in tokyo to live with his dad his he's like a army brat or he gets in trouble and has to live with his dad and um it's just about drifting you get the introduction of han which is great there so so to fish out of water yeah it was supposed to be a like a halloween three right like an anthology series which you know i got my attention so (laughs) uh so in four four is where things really come back together because you get the cast of the first one is back in four okay um and it's what dom and letty are up to um and then brian plays a part in that so they all kind of come back together so it's still about cars though like dom is racing cars right in in dominican republic he's still doing four 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 fast fast and and furious He's, there's still car racing well, going I, on, right? Four, four, I do feel like, is kind of forgettable. It, it's still car stuff. It's very, I, if, if I remember right, it's like serious. It's like, we're making like a movie right. here. And uh, it was the best one up until that point, though. Like, even though Tokyo Drift has cool car stuff and everything, movie-wise, four did t- was taken more seriously, and I think it critically was the best. I wrote a review. I found it because I was curious. What did I think of this movie? I think I liked it, and I wrote it's the best so far out of the four. So it's better, right? So, But it's still about cars and such. So five is where The Rock comes in, and I think that if The Rock wasn't in it and it didn't take this different trajectory, these movies would not be on nine with a spin-off. No, no, no. So five is where they say we're superheroes. The Rock comes... It has the best action sequences. Um, you know, Justin Lin again is is still doing this one, and uh, but they have superpowers. Like The Rock and Vin Diesel are doing things like you know punching each other off buildings and smashing through walls and all this. But it works. The action's so good, and they they don't do dramatic flashbacks, right? right? They don't try to. Is that the one where they're racing cars under the tunnels back from Mexico? That's four, I think. Right. Isn't for the tunnel one? That's <laughs> when know. when Dom and Letty are doing. And, I, I remember the tunnel. Um, <laughs> it's through a mountain, right? And yeah. Because mm. it's all too. It's all very like what m- MacGuffin-y, Like we got to get the chip, and it's all like the <laughs> same thing. This is hilarious as someone that just watched them, and I'm not trying to knock you, but to, like these movies, you could have just watched them, and you're right. just like, 
things I don't know cars boom I mean that's what you go for you don't go for the right. the storyline necessarily so anyway five it brings in the rock and so you start to smash through walls and you've got the government tracking down these street racing guys that are doing all this other stuff okay six is where you start to get like microchips and and satellites and things like that and seven they're trying to find I think the God's eye device and they're yes and that's the thing that can locate anybody in the world and so um, Mr. Nobody comes in in seven Kurt Russell he, and, that's he, seven sounds right right that's right about so, the time. so so he's so Mr. Nobody enlists I like, DVD I like Mr. Nobody sure too. right he's, he's Kurt, fun. He's gotta cool. like Kurt Russell right and so he enlists these street racers to save the world from the the doomsday device that can okay yeah. they're okay, the only ones right right of all the military of all the secret agents of all the British intel whatever like the street racer guys right. okay cool so anyway but you whatever that's what makes them zany and number eight it's Charlize Theron is trying to do another take over the world I can't even remember there's submarines there's uh, missiles and she's trying to control some computer systems you get computer hacker it's a chip situation yeah yeah, yeah. Masandi from Game of Thrones is in there and she's awesome and she's in this new one too so but you see they just get more bombastic and crazier and crazier but those crazy ones as crazy as they are didn't go to flashback Dom's childhood right and this one yeah they still they go totally off the rails which I think would have kind of just carried the same thing you come to a screeching halt at those flashbacks and they're just, they don't work. And when it comes to Vin Diesel doing dramatic work of opposite John Cena, you're just like, yeah, it's laughable. Like the people in the audience, you could hear them. I mean, it's, it's laughable. Yeah, I, there was a, a family of four sitting next to us when we went to see it. And, uh, there was about 20 minutes left in the movie and they all just got up and left. <sighs> sure. Like, they were just like, oh, I, I feel enough. like every fast and the furious movie has, an ending they're doing like the plan right yeah. and it's like we're doing it we're doing it and then they like finish it and then the bad guy goes oh yeah and then they start this next <laughs> thing and i'm like yeah no, not another I'm, thing that was yeah. fine just end and it. they always end and then they end again drinking coronas at their house, at their house. every I and mean, then they end know? with a cameo oh yeah of sure, right. of course. Well, and i don't even know what the cameo was supposed to Brian. be brian is Paul Walker. Oh, it's the car, the blue car. I do think. Oh, that's is that nice. what that they was? They keep including Brian oh, okay. in all the movies. Right. That was his car of choice. That was his car. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. okay. I, I mean, I don't know anything, and I, I know you guys saw me pull up in my 2007 Honda Odyssey <laughs> yeah. and probably thought this guy's a car guy. I like yeah. those underbody we, neons. Yeah, gotta get him. <laughs> Not a car guy. Uh, can't there every time they're like a car pulls up. And and they they'll they'll like either be like this car sucks or this car's cool and I have no I don't know what they're gonna say I yeah. don't know if it's say I'm saying I'm not a car guy either I drive a Honda CRV and that's fine and and, uh, and oh it's Honda a, fam hell yeah. yeah yeah totally yeah and it's I mean I like my car it's a nice car but I'm but I'm not like I get right yeah like it's a it gets me from point A to point B done yeah but, so like I don't even remember so they didn't kill off his character. No. no, 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 no. So he rides off into the sunset on Seven, which is the movie they had to finish. I remember while. that, and I remember at the time thinking like they handled the loss of yeah. of, of that actor well. Yeah, because he movie. had a, he had a kid, and so he left to be not a part of these secret secret agents because right. that's risky when you have a kid, right? right? Which is what Vin unless touches. you're Vin Diesel, right? Well, yeah, you know they're different, right? Because they even say it in this one, Letty's like we're not like them because Vince says you know Paul, uh, 
Brian and Mia retired. They have a kid. And she says, we're not them. And so. And then Mia shows up and goes, I'm not like me either. (laughs) I know. Exactly. It's just kind of weird that like, but I I guess to a point, even Paul Walker not being with us anymore, rest in peace. Like it is kind of cool that like you would just expect, well, yeah, Brian's going to be the one. But I mean, because he's a cop and an FBI agent and whatever, but still. It would that would be kind of a cool head fake if even yeah. Paul Walker was around and you're like, no, we got Mia. She can kick ass, too. That's kind of cool. Um, but, you know, with him out of the equation, just the fact that, like, if you want to get the crew together, it's got to be Mia. But then you're like, who's watching the kids? Well, Brian's watching the kids. That's I kind of like I do yeah, like. Yeah. That. I mean, there's but. some neat there's some they handle it very well. Let's yeah. just say that with what the cards they were dealt. They do handle that stuff well. But yeah, it's just like <laughs> when in this movie. So um, after we get past the initial stuff, basically the the ludicrous and Tyrese, I just get Roman and Roman. I Tej. and OK, Roman and Tej pull up to the farm uh, with Masandi. What What's uh, the hacker? Uh, it starts with an R. I, I don't know. OK, Ramsey, so, Ramsey, Ramsey. Yeah, yeah. So I have the Wikipedia page. Oh, there, thank you. Thank you. To be clear. They pull up to the farm where uh, where Dom and. I, th- there's just so many character oh, yeah. names that it's hard to not just call them the actor names, but they've retired with their son, which they're, they've named him Brian stuff him in a hole and they put him, you know, and, and then these, this car pulls up with the good guys that they don't know yet are, are there. And, uh, they're you like, know, we have to find the Tesseract. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So all, but, they all spark, but it just like they're retired, but you know, it doesn't sit right with Letty. Cause she's like, man, hiding my kid. Every time a car pulls up, I don't know. Like, that's not cool. Like that's not our life. And so she's like, Oh, they basically say like we got this uh transmission from Mr. Nobody and he's cra- like something's happened his plane has crashed and we have to go recover whatever he was trying to send Do us. You, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, please. Cuz I have a lot of thoughts so I'm watching Oh this yes, no, please. I think it's funny that she's like I don't want to put him in a hole every time a car pulls up. Are, what are they going to give him a gun? <laughs> Like, they're still going to hide their kid, right? Yeah. I don't understand the alternative. The alternative is that he doesn't live with you fugitives and, uh, like, hunt. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's it. Maybe they're going to abandon their child. (laughs) I mean, I think the safest thing they could do is have some other friend, family member that they could trust, like, raise this kid. I mean, obviously, it would be very tough for them, but... They're never going to be like safe. There, well, you have Charlize Theron is this super criminal trying to destroy the world is coming after these car people. Like they're they're targets forever. Right? And she seems to be saying we should do more of this. Yeah, right. Like, and, 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 and yeah, Letty's like this is who we are. And so you can't do that while raising the child. You just you have to choose. And she's choosing the life of a secret agent. Vin Diesel ultimately chose the life of the secret agent. And so. The script, I do, and I think the the script is so like it's it's a real challenge. I understand that, especially the you know nine movies. What are you going to do? But but they try to like, I feel like patch over so much stuff with lines like that. Like that that ain't us, and you and you're supposed to be like, okay, makes sense. Yeah, but it like doesn't. It's like whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) What do you mean? You still have a kid? You can't. You don't. Well, they don't even address who's watching the kid for like an hour. Yeah. Because like as soon as like they do the thing where she's going to go and Vin's not and then Vin shows up and it's this dramatic moment where, you know, of course he gets there right as the plane's leaving. Yeah, Letty's first thing should be, where is our son? Right. Who is watching our child? Oh, and that's what I was going to get to is like, so when Vin shows up on the runway, which is one of the most jarring transitions, by the way, did you guys notice when the charger pulls up and then it's like kind of like 
like dramatic music and they're like kind of somber because they're going onto the plane off to maybe the, the, their deaths and Vin isn't there yet. He pulls up the charger, room, 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 shows up. Letty gives a little smile and then the cut trans transition to this like like upbeat like island music yes. or whatever it is. It's so jarring the way they cut. <laughs> that's a big. That's a uh, real Fast and Furious cut. To oh, ju- you're oh. all of a sudden you're playing music and then you're watching women dance. Yeah, uh, it's it's just constant every movie, and uh, and in a way I'm not I'm not like the you know anti objectifying women. I, I but I think having a woman dance in a movie is fine, sure. but it's very but, male man, gaze. It is so often in every like, hey, we're in Belize now and look at this ass and right, like yeah. whoa okay every time it's, that's but, how we do it every time i think this one's weird though because it's so long yet they skip over things that i think maybe would go in between because they're going onto the plane and it cuts to them in their humvees in the jungle that's the cut yeah and this yeah. one and then so, they talk about the sun after that way later, I mean, way later. it's almost Katie, an hour I later her, i go where's the sun because he should crystal and i did the same thing i was instantly like who's watching the kids so like, you can tell they filmed a little thing later like like when they were filming different scenes they're like yeah. well we have to mention the sun like some but pa or something was like yeah, yeah. what's going on with the kid because all you well, needed to do is vin gets steps out of the charger he has one little dialogue with letty and she's like you came and he's like family and then Brian, like, who's watching the yeah yeah what about your actual family right where right. where are they and then he goes oh i gotta go yeah <laughs> he's in that hole that hidey hole yeah so that's the thing where it's like really abrupt to where you could have one little dialogue uh, i believe this <laughs> have him hold up a duffel bag yeah i got him just carry him around like the head of alfredo garcia i i think i mean they brought in a new writer so his name's daniel casey he has a, a few tv things under his belt uh maybe one film here um from 2006 but i i think he they bring this guy in and i just i don't i just don't think he nailed uh, like they must have brought him in for the dramatic stuff like because you know and, and justin right. lynn worked on the story but as far as the dialogue i just it doesn't work here and i think they they went the wrong direction where if they would have just kept kind of the same writing crew that was doing these big bombastic action movies you wouldn't have necessarily got them they do a thing and and this is not just in this i feel like this one might be the worst they do it in all of them though they they talk in a like a cool guy way but like what they're saying so there's a part where they're they're going through the jungle it's it's right after that and vin diesel says to letty he's like be careful yeah. And then she yeah. goes, "Careful, so when you get hurt, and right. like you hear it, and you go, oh, yeah.' And then, but then, like, well, no, it's not. <laughs> we are still making fun of that line in this house, like because we were just like, what? Wait, what? It just, uh, it's not even like it's not like, like I'm she, so tough. It just doesn't make well, sense. Because she's yeah. she's she's not saying you get hurt because you're being careful. She's like, well, you make when mistakes you, when you're thinking, you're, overthinking, you're overthinking it, things. Like, like I get what they're going for, but, but it's it a stupid line, ridiculous. It's a stupid it's, line. I mean, we don't got to take the time right now, but I feel <laughs> like that's a 15 minute sitting in a room going like okay we know what we're trying to say what what's a better what's a quicker you know right yeah, you yeah that's what i mean i like this unfortunately like again i don't know daniel casey's work but like i don't think the dialogue got it right in this movie and especially these dramatic story beats but yeah they say that and then the other thing i noticed and i know i'm sorry this is going to sound ridiculous for fast and furious movies they never wear seatbelts. no we were noticing doing, that too if you're it's, doing the okay first of all it's irresponsible and you know that's me sounding like a hundred year old man but two, 
they're they're doing stunts where you can and get it, seriously it doesn't make sense. Killed. The people that love these it, it is irresponsible it, yes. because the people that love these movies love fast cars and they love they love driving. Yeah, hey, not I was... like this because it's physically impossible. But but they like driving fast, and, and so to have their idols not be wearing seat yeah. belts, like it just sends the message that seat belts are for. And these people roll their cars and stuff. Like a seatbelt would save them yeah. in these situations. So I I really did not like that. I just thought that's not for the kids watching and whatever. Like again, like why can't Vin Diesel wear a seatbelt? Why is that uncool? I, was I don't pushing eighty. Coming out of that theater, I have that. <laughs> we all were. Well, of course, I had my yeah, seatbelt. Yeah, see, that's what I We all wanted to get out of that movie as quickly <laughs> as possible. I was pushing eighty out of my seat. Yeah, there's a I, I, all the a thing that bothers me, and uh, this is maybe even dumber, um, <laughs> that they're always driving fast. Like even when they're just like going from place to place, they're not in an action scene or anything. Right. But they're like zipping With through the traffic. Fast cut camera. Like and it always I was has. Like, to. Man, you're a bunch of jerks. Man. Right. <laughs> It's very rude. I've seen some of them on the road. Like, oh sure, and every time I go, that's what's the hurry, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> you like the Fast and Furious franchise. You like the F saga, don't you? Yeah. What's so, it? so anyway, when they're in, they this... should give them a cool seatbelt, right? They should have them have like one of those racing. They have yeah. them some t- in yeah. some of the movies. They have those. Yeah, yeah. the, the over the shoulder. So I don't know why they boulder I mean... holders. <laughs> yes, they are. They wear bras. <laughs> That's what they were. So I don't know, but there, you know, these are there's a pretty cool action stunt here. Um, I'm not talking about the stupid action stunt with the bridge thing. Like it goes beyond ridiculous yeah. for these movies. But chasing through the jungle, dodging mines. Cars Why would flipping. you? If you're if if the bulk of the mission takes place on a dirt road. Why would you select a muscle car as your vehicle they of choice? They drive a Lamborghini on ice, so yeah. I don't know, man. Tyrese is the only one that has Yeah, and then they idea. make fun of him, and I'm right. like, he's the only one with an appropriate vehicle for oh, this. Oh, yeah, <laughs> your wiener's small because you have a car that makes sense. <laughs> like, right. what? I know. Like, to, 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 to make fun of someone's manhood based on uh, vehicle overcompensation in a Fast and Furious movie? Yeah, right. Like, that's that's yeah. the second most ballsy <laughs> line in the movie. Oh, yeah, Vin Diesel has a, I think, Matt, you'll have to remind me, is his charger from the first one, does he say it's 700 horsepower or 900? It's, I think it's... It's a black car. Yeah. And that's about okay. all I can... I mean, <laughs> he drives a 700 and... horsepower like, street car, and you know, you're going to yeah. say a guy in a different country on dirt Driving a Humvee, you know, tank-like vehicle is bad. Okay. Yeah. Can you guys explain to me? Oh, I'm sure. Probably not. <laughs> what happened to Tyrese Roman when he got shot? They missed him with oh. every bullet? Oh, thank you for bringing that up because I had forgotten about it. Now, that was, the, that was the moment where, I mean, I know these movies can be ridiculous, but that lost me as far as, like, this is what we're doing in this movie because and there's... It's, it's a missed opportunity because it could have been a funny through line, like the existential crisis of this character of like, why aren't we dying? Yeah. Like that could have been a funny. And then at the end of the movie, moment. they all die. It's is in a simulation. <laughs> right. It pulls back. It's Matrix style. Yeah. Yeah. I, they, I, I didn't get like. So. So <coughs> there's this scene where, OK, why didn't they just give him a couple of guys shooting at him? And then, right. yeah, one right. he gets grazed in the shoulder or something and fine. But they give him a firing squad, a, you know, 15 thought, of these guys. He's in a hole and, and they're, they're looking, all down. looking down on him shooting. I thought it was going to be like a Die Hard 2 blanks situation. Oh. Like truly, I thought. Yeah. And then it right away he starts killing him. 
but I was like, oh, this is a setup. This is something. Yeah. Well, I thought someone else was going to be the one shooting him out yeah. of a drone or something, and he thinks he took them out. Like, it was a fine opportunity for a joke, whatever. Right. But they set it up that this firing squad did not hit him once. He has a bullet hole in his jacket, but, but never. Like in his arm. Right, right. Not, I mean, not, not grazed a hole in the jacket. I don't jacket. think it's supposed to have gone through his arm, but it couldn't. It could not. not. Yes, exactly. So then he comes up with this thing, which I love the idea of the are we invincible because they're meta poking holes and they list all the crazy things they've done and they've never been hurt. I really like that they referenced it. But the the hole with the firing squad thing just it was too unbelievable by F9 standards. Yeah. Give him a few guys that graze his jacket and whatever. But you couldn't have taken them all out. It just it's too Man, I mean, right? Did he even say too much in a fast? That's what I'm saying. Like, but, right. but it's also like they're not. You can't like lampshade a thing like that and just get away with. It reminds me of like Sharknado type. Well, we know it sucks, and it's like, yeah, but it sucks. Like, yeah, it still right. Sucks. Yeah, you can't try to. You again, you cannot have a scene where Tyrese is surrounded by 15 people firing AKs at him. He has one AK and no idea what he's doing. And then he doesn't even get hurt once and then flashback and try to do Days of Our Lives with John Cena and Vin Diesel. Like, it's just they're, yeah. they're different movies, well, right? Like Austin Powers, right? The whole like time travel thing. Yeah. And then uh, the dude's like, don't worry about it. Yeah. And it's like, it's it a fits. comedy. It's right. great. It if works. you're in MacGruber, you can do whatever the yeah. hell you want with yeah. explosive. And you like it because it embraces it. That's what Fast was doing was just embracing the craziness. And we were all on board as far as like people are like, yeah, these are just fun, dumb movies. But when you then try to be serious, you can't have it both ways. And it's like you said, there's there's a way, like Julius in uh, Pulp Fiction, right? Yeah. Like the, he missed Jules. it with everybody. Uh, I just don't want to, because it's such you, a big you, movie, you, I did not want, because you know we'll get a million comments yeah, we'll. Julius. Uh, yeah, Julius and Vern yeah. in <laughs> yeah. Pulp Fiction. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, they just could have scaled it back a little bit, yeah. Yeah. and it would have worked and fit. And, yeah. and that's also plausible that, like, that, like, this kid panics yeah. and misses, right? Like that's yeah. like you know. P- but these are trained soldiers at basically point blank, li- like they're basically literally shooting fish, fish in a barrel. And also, they're like, we have to get to this plane, the Mister Nobody's plane that crashed and find him. And it's like, wait a minute, but we're surrounded in this military zone of other people, and the plane's been there for how many days? You don't think those patrols already found Mister Nobody? And the plane is smoldering. Yeah, like you don't After think that days. You don't think they. <laughs> Right, and I, no one's checked that out until now. Yeah, like, I don't know, but they I do think, say like they tried to get into this compartment, but <laughs> they gave up. Uh, and then also they're like, I guess we so we never see Mister Nobody again. They do, is it a throwaway line? John Cena's like he's dead. Oh, that I was a weird. But, I think they couldn't get uh, uh, Kurt Russell for this, except one, to do Zoom to calls. Do that, yeah. and then it's like. Maybe, maybe yeah. the next one. But I think John Cena when he's when Charlie's yeah. Thrones in a cage. I think he mentions something like, "Well, but you see, you do see Kurt Russell in the flashbacks with Han, so I'm assuming that's new footage." Oh sure, you, yeah. I'm guessing they got him for a limited. Yeah, like, right. he could shoot. Yeah, like with Char- Charlize Theron, she's in the movie for eight minutes, and in my one, guess is she was on set for nine. Yeah, yeah, she was in one. She was always in the same location, and then in a drone thing yeah. where it's just green screen. So she, you know, which is fine. Getting all the characters, they're all back, right? Like, I mean, oh yeah, they're all of them. like minor characters are back. Even one half of those brothers from yeah. Fast and Furious that like I didn't even remember they were in the movies. And it's like they got. One of, one of them. them. I mean, so they did a really good job, and there's no complaints about like if you can only get Charlize for one 
one location right. for a little bit. I like Shirley. Helen Mirren. They Valentine's. They Valentine's. Yeah, dated. which is we're not. That's fine. Totally fine. Yeah. So we're not. That's not a complaint of these movies at all. But and anyway, just for people that are wondering, I'm referring to the Gary Marshall film, yeah. not the oh, holiday. Or, Oh right! <laughs> like in the, val- yeah. the movie Valentine's no, Day, where it had all these it's famous the people that never really yeah. interact. It's the best <laughs> right. one of those. Yeah. Uh, you know, for what it's worth, there's yeah. like New Year's is terrible and all. Also, that. it doesn't matter what John Cena said about Mister Nobody being dead. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. no, yeah, no, totally. I shot I just, him, and then the next it movie, just, it's like we, I shot him with a tranquilizer dart. No, right, I know. It, at this point, there is no like anybody that you want to like turn face. Like a, like you knew it was coming for John Cena. Well, that's the end of it. Maybe I'll wait. Yeah. Okay. I, <laughs> so okay, but the point is when they're done with this insane like, but it's a good action sequence. Like as far as yeah. for these movies, the jungle stuff, mines, things exploding, it's fine. But John Cena shows up in basically the same scene as when Statham shows up, right? In like seven. Remember when Statham in a doom buggy right. goes through the jungle? So it's basically a rehash of that action sequence. And then John Cena, you know, pulls, does a slidey thing, and puts down his window or whatever, and looks at. Dom and this this thing that continues throughout the movie of them staring each other down. I'm sorry, it's just la- it's so laughable the way that they that I think I was trying to make this point earlier. Vin Diesel take these takes these movies yeah. too serious. Does this little tight mouth? Have fun little... with it. Why why can you not flip like I feel like Tyrese and Ludacris are having pretty much fun with yeah. it. Yeah, and it's like Vin Diesel for some reason has is living with this cool guy persona that when you do a car hooking on a cable and swinging across a ravine and then flipping over and then you come out and your white t-shirt looks fine. He's so stoic in all of it. And it's like, I don't know. I just wish that he could have a little more fun with it. Cause when these two guys are doing this stuff and they're just staring each other down, I don't know this. And this is, uh, and if they've done this in other movies, it, it never really clicked for me, but they do it a couple times in this movie where there's this sort of notion that if you, Touch the car, then you're safe, right? Okay. So like, oh, the, oh like that's pillowy. Yeah, body yeah that, that, it, that was another one. They, of my and they do it yes. like two or three times they where, where, where someone's movies. falling, oh, it and movies. it's like, oh my god, are they about to hit the ground? Oh no, thank God, the, they just hit the hood the of the metal car. soft dirt, right? Which I mean, still die, of a car but, moving yeah. fifty or sixty or whatever. Right. Like you know, yeah, you're you're just hitting that. That was the other thing. They're, they use cars as crash pads, so. Yeah, instead of like stopping, I think if you hit the ground and you roll, you'd be more safe than hitting Much a metal. Off. But but yes, as long as you crash land on the car, as long as you land on a projectile, yeah, they save. You'll be okay. They save. Um, they sell, save Michelle Rodriguez yeah. and they John, save Cena, John Cena. John Cena does it in the in, in that last big scene. That's, I I think one of my problems with the the action scenes in these movies is that I, they're so interior logic inconsistent right like yeah. i don't know what's going to hurt somebody yeah. or not that's it, why it sucks that gal gadot died right because look falls, at yeah. look at all the things these characters and do Jason and survive his brother didn't yes he had the exact same thing happen yes. to him and so they they wrote off a character that would played by an actor that i guess would become, she had to die because han had but whatever but on, yeah. yeah right but still you could they could write their way out of anything i mean so they kill off gal gadot what if there was trickery <gasps> yeah, see? So I, I just think they it sucks that now looking back on it, when you see how Giselle is, yes, yes. when you see how she dies, and now you see what they all do, okay? I mean, we'll get to the ending, but Vin Diesel still being alive and unscathed from it's head fine. to toe. Um, anyway, it's ridiculous. But but 
that they've done that for a while now. So so John Cena steals the device that Mr. Nobody had, and we find out fast half, half of it. Yeah, fast <laughs> forward through an hour of exposition, flashbacks, and all that. But basically, there's this device that can hack anything that has a microchip on it. So basically, you're gonna again MacGuffin for taking over the world. Uh, they the scientists they split it up into two parts, and only their DNA can activate it. So spoiler alert: Han is still alive. He's in. Um, Tokyo, Tokyo and with you know the Tokyo drip scene and they scene. find him by happening to yeah. be outside okay. of his right yeah we have okay we have to talk about the logic in this the team splits up to find Han to find the postcard destination that Han left because they would never think he's still alive so they go to Tokyo the entire like Tokyo all of they, Tokyo they, they eat dinner and they're sitting at a table and they get up and they're like what does this postcard mean and they're looking at it and he's like well this is the last place that Han sent the postcard from it's it's postmarked Tokyo but it's a picture of Mexico and he always said that Tokyo was like his Mexico and they look over and there's a Mexican flag in the window like <laughs> they couldn't have come up yeah. with a better way to find it's him anything. than that. And it's not like anything. Han was trying to send anyone a message, I, I, right? I don't I think don't he like think wanted them to find him. Because he had to stay dead because that was the safest right. way so to stay that alive. was just Han... Decor of yeah, choice. I, yeah, I, it, right. If you put it in the window to be found, that would be a secret spy like, hey, salt crack the code right right so anyway it was that's another one of those laughable scenes but so han has adopted the daughter of the scientists that were killed because other bad guys were trying to get the device that they split into and since the scientist dna can only unlock it this girl also has the same dna but it's also unlocked by just touching it right not mm-hmm. fingerprint activated dna just, activated right. it sucks your dna but just touch it yeah d- I, yeah, I didn't know you could take it's that high tech. Yeah, it would have been cool if she had like spit on it or something. Right. DNA, yeah. <laughs> so that's what they're doing there. And so, um, you know, other flashbacks that we get was that uh, the Dom and and Jacob. Sorry, John Cena plays Jacob Toretto. I want with a K. <laughs> oh, is that right? It's Jacob with a K because that's tougher. That's oh, sick. Okay. That's yeah. actually okay. Hold so, on, let me crank up my rating yeah. a little bit. So we find out they all love cars because he, uh, the dad, was a like a. Not indie racing, but it's that circle type racing, right? What would you stock, call it? Stock car? stock car racing. Thank you. Not street racing, but stock car racing. Um, they the kids were both on the pit crew team with Michael Rooker, and something happens. Some douchebag guy is like trying to pass him, and he knocks into his car, and then like it flips and does all these things and explodes. So Vin, disintegrates. Yeah, Vin and De- <laughs> Vin and Jacob watch their father die. We get through a series of flashbacks that keep going deeper and deeper into the flashback zone here. That. Uh, Jacob actually uh, did something on the car. He like a fuel line or a something line was leaking and that's why it exploded and all that. So then we find out through future, future flashbacks that the dad actually wanted to throw the race because he was in such financial trouble that the bad guy, I guess was paying or someone was paying him to take the loss because he's like the best racer. So he would lose. uh, And so the fuel line thing that he asked Jacob to do um, ended up, you know, bring him to his fiery death so dom is mad at jacob because he's like i saw that you were the last one that touched his car and there was a someone in prison taught me the two brothers right taught me that a pit crew does this to make it seem like an accident but whatever like they just knew it was the same thing (laughs) and so um you know he's mad at jacob and then we find out jacob was told to do this and blah 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 um a real son would have said no yeah right but but yeah you wouldn't have done that or and then a real son would have gone to his little to his big brother and then he's like 
he, he uh, John Cena is like, oh, through all of it, I never told, Dad didn't want me to tell you that he was going to throw the race. I never told you. But w- when your brother says, wow, you murdered our dad, I think that would have been the time to go ahead yeah. and go, hey, man, let me explain. Yeah, I think Here's some backstory. Yeah. So this is what we also, in these flashbacks, we get the Fast and Furious babies. Everyone's dressed the same way in the same outfits. And this, I mean, and I don't mean like fast the Fast and the Furious time period. We're talking like 10, yeah. 15 years, like high school yeah, age. It's. Yeah, it's 89 in these flashbacks, okay. and the first movie's 2001, right, so, so it's, it's a, what, 12 years yeah. before? and they're wearing the same outfits, but they're, like, blurry because it's uh, that tight focus on the Dom character, but then the blurry kids, you could tell it's each character. It's just funny. Um, but th- So they have to do a um, Dom fate confronts Jacob, who is now, like, the street racing king. and uh, he well, does, I will say, yeah. we don't know how long he was in prison for. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. True. No, I'm not saying the time. Like, I mean, he is the street racing king, whatever. Like, that's what he's been doing with his But time. I'm saying when he meets the, when you see him meet the other oh, cast. Oh, it's maybe like a few he, years later. I mean, later, he okay. was in prison for beating a guy to death. Yeah. So He didn't die. Okay, for almost I think it was three years, though. Okay. Yeah. So, I think. I, true. So, so yeah, uh, Jacob is the street racing king, and he does the move that Dom does. So Dom has now taken on the Toretto arm lift, that thing he does yeah, right, in the first right, movie. Right. Jacob does that. So somehow, like, he That's hates... That's where he got it. Yeah, he, he hates this kid, but, like, his brother, but he takes on his mannerisms because he's the street race king now. I don't know. He beats him, though, and basically, I don't remember them ever having this, like... Dom says that he showed his brother mercy by letting him drive away and never come back, which is such a like a thing you hear in all these movies. Like, I'm not going to kill you, but just don't ever show your face yeah. around here. But they never talk. They're street racing and both are trying to win. And he just drives off. Like, what mercy did he show? The kid drove off. They didn't. By not tracking him down and killing him, I guess. Like, I think yeah, so. I just don't I remember there ever being a dialogue of like you drive and keep leaving and whatever. So, no, he did no, say he does because he, 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 he says like when they start the race, he's like the the bet they make is that. Oh. Well, actually, I think he does actually say keep driving, never look back. And then when Jacob just kept going after the race, I thought, well, I didn't think he meant literally right. Right. <laughs> maybe that's why it didn't click because i'm like that was a real like don't ever come but so yeah I thought they would get so out he and be lo- like, well, okay well, well, sorry i, I my up. my apologies to this fantastic riding so yeah. literally the winner of the race could stay and the loser had to yes. keep driving. okay yeah and then like the like him like crying as he's driving off no. it's just so no yelling so anyway those are all the flashback scenes but okay so they they track down the other half uh john cena's doing some like shooty cable like james bondy stuff to like he infiltrates a place they talk to helen mirren it's fine for whatever it is i like helen yeah you know it's it's, yeah yeah take some of that corporate money right no it's for you it's great she's great in these movies so they they find the like the last place where are they are they in europe somewhere they're i guess it's london right because she finds jacob's been in london Uh, yeah yes because he talks to michael rooker (laughs) the older present day michael rooker so they go to london he talks to his london contact dame helen mirren and they she says like yeah you know i'll deliver you to him or whatever and it's part of some deal okay it's jason statham's mom yeah yeah Yeah, so so uh so they get to this the place where uh john cena's been holed up with uh for a 
I guess an English dig or some kind of foreign dignitary living in yeah, right. England little with brag, all the money. Little, little brag. Guy. And he's his patron or whatever. He's financing the whole operation because he and John Cena were going to rule the world with this device. So anyway, uh, John Cena's there and he goes and uh, whatever. They have a confrontation. The supposed military, because of the foreign dignitary, comes in and arrests this Vin Diesel. Insane. But Listening to you... Detail the plot of this. <laughs> I know, and it's fast, but there's so I don't even much. know how it sticks in your head. It I know. It sounds stupid. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I, I hope this is Which useful. means he's describing it well. Right. Yeah. I hope someone is finding this useful. Well, I'm also watch the listening movies. going like, no, you couldn't really leave that out. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to go through that. Yeah, right? Okay, so so he's saved by not the military, but it's by Cardi B and her crew. That's that's Is that a Hobson Shaw thing? No. That's no. nothing? She... She on, the only tie back is she says, yeah, remember when we used to uh, steal oil from rigs down in Dominican Republic? That's I, a Fast and Furious callback. She wasn't in it, but she references like, oh, we used to run this. I and, thought uh, for sure, because I, I didn't no, see Hobbs and Shaw. It's not. And I thought, I'll be safe. Matt, it's not, That's though. But insane. I don't think Vin Diesel would let a Hobbs and Shaw reference no, I this movie. It's amazing. Statham's on the, I think no one told Vin Statham was going to be at the end. Not saying that he doesn't like Statham, but I just mean that he's uh, now a Hobbs and Shaw right, spinoff. Right. It's like, so so anyway, Cardi was P- Statham at the end of this? Yeah, I after credits. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I did. I left. I was gone. Oh no. Okay, I'll tell you. So anyway, so whatever happens for where they they have their crew and the crew's all there. Uh, uh, Cena steals the other half of the thing that's being guarded, um, and he is on the rooftops shooting grappling hooks and sliding down for like. 10 miles he's just sliding across the city Vin Diesel is driving <laughs> and like parks at this building and somehow runs up to the rooftops and then Vin Diesel is jumping from rooftop to rooftop uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> faster than a man can slide yeah, down right. a zip line. Vin Diesel not someone that looks like I mean this isn't a uh, martial artist this is Vin Diesel and they're like throughout the scene again the action is fine but it is super insane even by f9 standards and then like vin diesel and him are like balancing on cars that are flipping on their ends and whatever okay so they're trying to track down john cena who's got the other half he ends up getting into his caravan they've invented a new martial art what is it parkour there you go. It yeah. is. I mean, that's right. Um, almost as good as Gun Kata. You need yeah, to watch Equilibrium. That's a good movie. Trademark real spoilers. Right. So, so anyway, I don't know. Some other stuff happens, but eventually they get in their convoy. The convoy has a satellite uplink, and when they upload this, they can control every electronic. So it's a moving caravan. And then we get another, again, cool. it's mammoth car. Yeah, exactly. It's the mammoth car. Yeah. So, so they get, they get, uh, um, they, you know, they're following him. They have now the technology. We go through some magnet stuff. I'm not going to get into it. There, this movie has a fast, uh, a shaggy, too dope level yeah. fascination with magnets. I'm so sorry. Is. And just one thing about the magnets. Please. Couldn't they just say, that, oh, the technology to hyper focus a magnet, aim a magnet. Yeah. But it's not that. But then it is that. Like, give me the one dumb line of dialogue to make it makes sense that turning these super powerful magnets on doesn't just draw everything like they're yeah. like crush the car that's in made yeah. out of metal oh yeah. that would be rip the fillings out of their teeth no, like it's it pulls a car through a building but like nothing else but no other lamp po- like i mean i know that phones are going but there's not like everything made of metal. oh yeah like, right it like, doesn't and no. again i'm not saying you can't do it 
Just give me the one like. Right. Oh, it only focuses something, something you alloy, can, blah 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 blah. Whatever. Right. So they're driving around town. They now have harnessed the magnet power that they capture John Cena, but the dignitary and his army get John Cena out of there, whatever. But they now have this magnet technology. So they're driving around, and each car is equipped with magnets that can repel and attract super magnet like car magnets right so they're driving around they're trying to get after jacob and the device that's got the satellite uplink uh and you get a really cool car sequence you've got cars that are spinning around hans driving backwards magnets attaching to tanks they're jumping between cars blah 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 blah. the point of the story is it's like oh i'm sorry um uh Ludicrous and Tyrese go to space. But, um, you know, let me just breeze past that. Yeah, like real space because the Tokyo Drift guy is now a rocket engineer working with the other Tokyo Drift. Was there a Back to the Future joke that they cut from this movie? Because, like, when you see the guy, he's dressed like Marty McFly. He's got... He's yeah. got the red vest on. He's got the blue pants on. And then when you see the Pontiac Fiero with the stuff on the back, it looks like yeah. a DeLorean. Because they wanted to work time travel into it. And they just, they but just... it's like how, I mean, everything was set up yeah. to make a Marty McFly joke. I bet and they, they said didn't. It, and, all, and this is just a movie thing that bothers me now, yeah. is that the go-to joke for movies is to be like, okay, Marty McFly. Or, yeah, did you guys, yeah. did you watch that Mortal Kombat? Yeah. yeah. They're like three, three times in oh, pop culture five minutes yeah. like okay gandalf right uh, okay wizard Whitebeard. pop culture is such a such yeah. a thing it's not really a joke You're is that a where's waldo reference it. yeah okay cool <laughs> i haven't heard a lot of those <laughs> so so anyway they yeah they're in space literally because the only way to hack that satellite to stop the upload if they can't stop the actual device is to go to space and physically hack the the satellite it ends up while they're in space that uh stuff isn't working so here's to me the most offensive line in the whole movie the whole movie so when i said that the careful is what gets you hurt okay is is the second most offensive line here is the most offensive line i think in the franchise this is good podcasting by the way because you did say second yeah, a while ago, yeah. and and I waited. I didn't nobody, ask you. Nobody I... could have turned this off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a good tease. So they're in the car, and the one guy says to the other guy, because I don't know who's who, in any of anybody in this movie, he's like, one guy's freaking out, like this isn't going to work, and the other guy says, oh, that's in the middle, in the middle of a Fast and Furious movie, he has the unmitigated gall. The tenacity, the balls to say, as long as we follow the laws of physics, mm-hmm. it'll work. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's while I, they're in space yeah. in a car in a Pontiac Fiero. As long as they follow the laws of physics, but I think we saw a car <laughs> drive on a rope bridge that had been cut from and one it popped end. up out of it and it drove up the wobbly rope bridge right. and then popped but <laughs> as long as they follow the laws of physics it'll be okay but, but is it offensive that that is a tongue-in-cheek comment was it? it it was was it yes he, it's, he, I, was it it's a self-referential i don't know i'm not You're convinced so- that it was <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure all the Tyrese stuff. Tyrese is the audience surrogate that his. Tej said, says it though. Science yeah. man says the actual physics thing, right? I think Ludicrous, so. Which makes it the one that wasn't eating tell. the one that wasn't eating candy. Because right. if if Tyrese had oh, said it, right. then I'd be all the way. No, you're yes, right. Ludicrous is the hacker scientist guy that always follows numbers because numbers don't lie. This right. is going to happen. Tyrese says have faith, but you're right. Ludicrous yeah. says the. There is weird. 
Christian undertones through the whole yeah. series. There are. Too, well, that the I don't, cross like, is the main, like, Who's going to say grace? Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, but they decide, okay, so stuff isn't working. The satellite's at 99.6, and they got to hurry because they're, they've got comm links back to the van. And so they crash through the satellite. So we don't know if we're ever going to see them again. It's, we're, it's totally up in the air. Spoiler alert. You will. Yeah. And uh, so the satellite uplink goes to 100%, mm-hmm. but then yeah. the satellite's broken, so it can't relay. Thank God for physics. Right. Mm. So the whole the deal is that when uh, Vin Diesel goes up to check the satellite uplink right before the crash through the satellite, um, the big you know the big counter John Cena uh, henchman of the dignitary comes up and he's like new plans and then he gets on the link with the dignitary and he's like yeah I've got a new boss and it's Cipher kicking her heels back and controlling the operation so now John Cena has to stop the guys that have betrayed him and you know help team up with the Fast and Furious guys it's very uh, Jason Statham did the same thing right and he- I again I just don't feel like you can do that too many times well right it's you keep rehashing the like the bad guy becomes the good guy because they're making bad guys out of really likable or like star vehicle people and it's like well we like jason statham he's good and he he helps these movies we can't have him be the bad guy and jason and then you have so the thing of like well jason statham he killed han but he like didn't well that's ridiculous though the fact that like remember when they teamed up with him when they thought he killed han yeah and then, like, and, they go on a mission that's a success, and then he comes to dinner and stuff. It's like, no, 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 you can't ever get over the fact that you murdered Han, even if you help the mission. Like, And then <laughs> John Cena is, like, going to kill everybody? The whole or? world. Yeah, he's going to take over the whole... But So anyway, yeah, but just because he got cut out of the deal... <laughs> Wait, he's and now, his, his whole turn... Yeah, his turn is that I got betrayed. It's yeah, not he like... he doesn't want to not take over the world. He got the option taken away to take over the world and they just accept him right and so anyway but he teams up with them and he lands on some cars and again good action stuff but ridiculous plot stuff but uh they you know they blow things up and at the very end of the movie the huge caravan thing that they're in the big mobile base that's rolling it goes down hills it flips over and over and over vin diesel is in it and it's turning over no seat belts he's walking right. this thing as it's going down a hill he's able to get to the driver's seat turn the steering wheel so that it lands normal and keeps driving and then charlie stone is like screw it well now this plan is going to work i'll take over myself we find out she's in a drone but the stealth bomber thing flies up shoots four missiles at the vehicle it explodes and vin diesel just rolls out of it after all the other tumbling that it's done and he has a white tank top on Mm -hmm. that has maybe like a little bit of soot on it i don't mean it's it's not torn it's not dark he's not nauseous no and he does a superhero pose landing out of it i I bet production had to fight for that spec of I guarantee like, because in the other movies remember he rolls out of the cars that explode and stuff rolling on the gravel and the white tee's perfect yeah. I guarantee you that Justin Lin is like enough of a director he's like please Vin please we have Something. to put thing and I'm talking about like it's not even off white it's just like a speckled smoke hit it Did you? well that reminds me earlier in the movie when he's on the has the car on the rope yeah. device as he's swinging and it tumbles and the helicopters fly away. Yeah. Did you, did you notice <laughs> while it's swinging in midair, he's steering? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like what are you steering? And it also, tu- <laughs> and it also tumbles and this is where uh, Vin and Letty don't have seatbelts on. The yeah. car flips over and over and over the two attack helicopters with missiles that were shooting at them just because it landed on the other side. I guess they were like, it's oh. out of there. I think they're in a different country. Truly, like I think they cross a border and that oh military my God. Can't. is that really why I, that was my understanding. Why they stopped of, the pursuit? Okay, 
So anyway, he does the superhero pose. And again, this is why I can't take Vin Diesel seriously because he takes himself too seriously. Mm-hmm. They're not superheroes. And Dom has to look unscathed, tough guy. He can never get hurt, clean white tee, and superhero pose. It's like, we're not in this movie. Like, what are you doing? Well, in like, again, <laughs> I mean, calling back to Die Hard again. Yeah. You'll That's love what makes how, John McClane yeah. so cool. By right. the end of it, he's just he's haggard. beat the hell. Yeah. yeah, we talk about it all the time because Joe's a huge diehard fan, and and we like the movie too. And it's like, yes, you love seeing how it gets progressively dirtier. If it's not a challenge, who cares? Right, right. right? If. If that's why uh, you know good Superman stories are so hard to write, and any characters with yeah, powers, that's always been the problem with Superman. Is he's so you, powerful? Like what? Yeah. What challenge can you put in front of? Yeah, him? you have to weaken Dom, him. I guess. Yeah, yeah. right. Dom, Dom v, v Superman. <laughs> Superman versus Iron Giant. There's a, there it is. They're so, both owned ooh. by Warner Brothers. Yeah. So I mean, that's kind of where it ends. I mean, you know. Uh, Charlie Theron's still out there, but then you get the post-ending, you know, uh, part dinner, barbecue. Yeah. They always has to be a barbecue. They're all gathered around, and then it's like, well, yeah, where's Brian? They say, well, there's one empty seat, and then you see his blue skyline or whatever pull up, and you know, and I, it, I like that. It's, no, no, I do too. It's a nice way they handled it, but now the whole, but it's kind of like the car equivalent of the outfits, right? Like he's still driving the same car. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I guess he had it whenever they went to retire. Like he's not souping up cars anymore it's kind yeah, of just yeah. but I, I mean okay yeah but <laughs> i'm gonna pick and choose my battle sure <laughs> that's fair so uh then you get a post-credit scene uh let me enlighten you here yeah because i left like Jason's, as soon as my my son was like what if there's a post-credit scene and i was like do you really care and oh, he's I, like and he's like no i don't i'm like then yeah. let's go i was getting up at the dinner and yeah right. go, okay well, well i know i told Kay i might grab your drink and stuff like we were getting ready <laughs> so standing by the, the crowds so so he's so yours a basement with a punching bag and there's a hooded figure you don't know who it is yet and he's punching this thing kicking it beating it to crap and he pulls back the hood and it's jason statham like oh we like this guy and then he unzips the punching bag and i think it's the foreign dignitary that he has okay because i thought that guy died in a fiery explosion but somehow he survived something Again, he's all bloody and bruised, so but I and missing teeth. I think it's the foreign dignitary. Yeah. So he's beating him up, and then uh, Jason Statham says, "Like you know, you're going to tell me where whatever is," and he's like, "Okay, I'll tell you, I'll tell you." And then Jason Statham pulls out this flash key from his pocket, and the dignitary's like, "So you didn't even need to beat me for the information? You had it." And he's like, "That's just how I warm up, or whatever, you know." And and so, um, how else does it? I don't know. Oh, so then uh, knock at the door of the basement, hidden basement. I don't know how Who he's... Is fi- it? I don't, Who is yes, it? It's Han. Ah! There for revenge because Jason Statham, I guess, thinks he killed Han, but it was a fake thing. But I guess Jason Statham wasn't in on it. But really what will happen in the next one, will Han will be like, hey, good job pulling that switcheroo. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. It's not going to be a confrontation, but they set it up. Well, like, they'll, they'll have a fight first and yeah, then they'll, they'll talk. Yeah. So that's the big reveal is that Han and Statham. So maybe in the next okay. Hobbs and Shaw, we've got Han. Oh, if you put, I love Han. He's great. Uh, Han's so Yeah, cool. that Sung Kang, that actor, he is great and, and everything that he's in. And that character's cool. He's always munching on snacks. He's he's just cool. He's cool. He's cool. Yeah. He's I, like uh, Brad Pitt in Ocean's it's Eleven. It's the same kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Man, <laughs> I I feel like I could talk about it forever, this movie. It's so, <laughs> did you guys, when the when the big, a uh, long car, yeah, the, the caravan thing, yeah, flips Mammoth over. Car. What it was like being propelled by the magnets, I guess. Was that? But why didn't they stop? And why didn't they turn the magnets to the 
pulley. I, I just right it just to stop a, it. Couldn't yeah, they have pulled it back? It just seemed like a weird because it flipped over on its top and it just kept going. You're right. It went forever. And it like forever. Uh, the the it was um like the perpetual motion of it was insane. And again, in a thing where I'm watching it, like thinking like, am I missing? Is it? No. What's happening? The here? only thing I can, I mean, they're basically saying it was going so fast that even dragging right. concrete, there's no yeah. friction there for some reason. And then it eventually goes down a hill where you're like, okay. Now, if we look back, now when you watch this next time, Matt, I know you're probably mm-hmm. taking a trip yeah. back Do soon. A rewatch, yeah. Sure. Now, maybe all the cars had the pushy magnets maybe. activated and they were pushing it down. But Could I be. I don't know why you do be. that, but maybe. So, yeah. I Ugh. This. This one I think is bad by Fast and Furious standards. I think so. I think there's good stuff in it. The act, the the technical film, like camera work, stunts is all competent. In focus. Yeah, Justin Lin's a very good director. He directed the best ones of the series. But I think the script going overboard and then also trying to be serious contradicted they've, itself. They they fell too much in love with their own mythology. Yes, and they they wanted to. Um, appease the fans who this movie's basically I think the writer went on like the 4chan forms or whatever forms people use because people have been like go what's next go to space do this do that this movie was an amalgam of everything the fans wished yeah. for yeah and so I think they took too many of those ideas but then also I'm pretty sure Vin needed this dramatic storyline like he he had something to prove with it and yeah. so he's like let's make this whatever and the two fight I mean they contradict each other and you know make it a struggle and it's too long um, I think if you would have given us craziness like space battles and like, you know, cars going to space, whatever, and just did that and been dumb about it and not tried to dramatize it, I, it'd I be fine. With the action scenes too, like the the big parts, of, yeah, the rope thing, I remember yeah. that. But a lot of the like in between the rope thing happening. There was a lot of downtime. It's just driving with missiles shooting. Every like, and it's in all of them. When an action scene would start, I would like pick up my. I'd have to be like, oh no no, you gotta watch the movie. You know, I I think they kind of Armageddon did. Have you seen Armageddon? I mean, I've long long time. Yeah, I've seen it once because I watched it recently. I'd never seen it, and I thought it was horrible because it's too action packed and too boring. Like the action is so nonstop. Right, right. And so all italics is no italics. Yes, and so. Armageddon's too. I mean, the writing's terrible. So when you do get downtime, it's terrible. Ruined animal crackers for me. Oh yeah, that's true. So, um, and that's so weird when they have sex to the, her dad, her real life dad's song in the background. Yeah, that's just so strange. But um, uh, that movie's so nonstop. That you don't you, think your kids are one day going to do it listening to, to an pod, episode of Real Spoilers? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> so uh, that movie is how I felt. Like this movie gave me a call back to that because I'm like, when you do too much yeah. action without the good stuff in between, when there's nothing to take you away from it, where you're like, Oh, that's really cool and interesting. Now some action you get bored. And so, yeah, I was in a theater. You have and, to make your MacGuffin interesting, right? Yeah. Like at the end of the day, Raiders of the Lost Ark is a MacGuffin movie, yeah. right? But like you care about the MacGuffin. Yeah. Like they come up with this really clever one and you're like, Ooh, what is, yeah, let's go find this thing. And now you're along for the ride. But when it's just like, oh, it's another thing that controls the world. Okay. They've done it the last four movies in a row. Every yeah. single MacGuffin is this super technology that can control, locate, whatever. Yeah. Like, well, in this, so the the God's Eye was like it can locate anyone, yeah. and you're like, oh, that's pretty crazy. And now this one can control anything. anything. Doesn't matter what it yeah. is. Where are we going from here? I mean, we can give yeah, what's Charlize FX gonna be another bad haircut, <laughs> which I do like that she she had like uh, braids. 
in the yeah they changed it up from that you can't do that anymore a weird bowl cut and i'm hoping for something i do like that she's like this gorgeous woman that does the bad hair like oh it's awesome yeah there's something cool about it though that that she does it and only she can pull off like even though it's a bad haircut she still is fine with it like like it's fine fx i guess it is called fx FX. they have to but this naming convention oh boy oh boy i mean yeah i don't even think i have it pulled up but the the thing with this mess is that they go from the fast and furious too fast too furious fast and furious tokyo drift and then like it goes to without the thes and then they do fast six f what fast furious seven f or no fast six fast five fast five the six might just fast and furious six. six it's it's furious seven. yeah and furious seven fate, fate of, of the, the furious, furious and then f9, f9 the fast saga so you would think they'd go fx because they have to but they're not going to yeah right it's like gonna they be can't like, or else it would screw up their whole the and the the yeah. 10 or yeah. something <laughs> that'd be good I, yeah. i'd like that i've never seen a film franchise like change their titles like this that's you, what i'm saying yeah it's, it's so it doesn't, weird the like pa- it's, there is no pattern right there's is, no yeah. pattern or it's not like you know like it's it's just so weird how it it just completely but this movie like they just F9. know they're like, just like yeah you'll figure it out yeah yeah I just, and four made sense up until four i mean it made sense is maybe giving it too much credit but like four was like the we're okay we're back everybody's yeah. back we're sure right. it's a reboot fast of the furious. soft reboot fast and furious um yeah. and then they just kept yeah changing it up I it's know. weird very weird so yeah well i guess uh i guess that's it for this one uh let's go no up. i have to say oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay i Please. was like oh maybe he's got something yeah so, yeah i guess uh let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them this is Kevin. You can follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And uh, Matt, where can they find you and your wares? Uh, Matt F. Bosler on at everything. That's it's always that. Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And, of course, don't forget our Patreon, Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. So is next, what's next week? Do we know? Is it an obvious choice? I think we're going to re uh, do the Fast and Furious franchise again, right? Oh, sure. We'll start at number one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, please. Yeah. Have you seen it? <laughs> I, I sure have. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, I don't know what we're doing then, so we're bad about that, but we'll be here. It's what we do. Yeah. Eight years of this. Yeah. Eight years. How about Eight that? years. So, Happy birthday. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Charlotte is pregnant. Say it twice, cause we already warned ya Better watch out, it's gonna ruin the plot Real spoilers Real spoilers Real spoilers Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.